Is it recording? Yes, it is. <laughs> Sorry, I can't About see 15 it. Fifteen seconds in, we can we can cut off the end. So, oh, yeah. getting... greetings, everybody. This is uh, Jim Wilmson in uh, uh, Detroit, Michigan. Uh, this is Eric Smith in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. And this is um, the twenty second, twenty second of uh, April, twenty twenty two. May, April, May twenty twenty two, actually, but. Okay, that's right. Just before June, maybe you time traveled. Yeah, <laughs> no, not yet. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um, sorry for not having regular podcasts, but we're going to try to do our best to at least have them uh, as often as we can. And so we're having this one. We've got a lot of things to talk about. Some of the recent things. Uh, first subject is going to be about the uh, all the vaccines and the. Uh, Food supplies, who's supplying food, who's cutting food off. Literally a war uh, is going on in our midst that most of us are, I think a lot of us aren't aware of. And even some of us that are aware of things happening, we just want to keep you up uh, to the latest and greatest of, of what's going on. Eric has researched most of this, so I'm going to pretty much turn it over to Eric and he's going to uh, share with all of you his findings. I'll be asking questions intermittently in between, uh, but uh Basically, he's going to share his research. So, Eric, go ahead and turn it over to you, bro. Sure. Thank you. Um, so, as we know, um, and I think we've talked in previous shows that we, we kind of know that uh, the way that the shot, the COVID shot, has been uh, forced upon people, um, you know, with the threat of loss of job, uh, or even initially it was voluntary, and then you know, then they offered you know, money and and uh, you know, guns or even I've heard in some states marijuana or, you know, gift cards or a scholarship to college, you know, to take the shot, you know, all these things to do it. And then it morphed into, um, uh, you know, uh, you know, job ma mandates for your job where you had to take it or otherwise you're going to be, uh, you were going to lose your job. And some people lost their job. Some people had the option of medical or religious exemption. Um, I happen to be able to get a religious exemption because in my state, um, you could not have a vaccine ma mandate by law without a religious exemption uh, policy uh, within your organization. So I was very fortunate and blessed to have that. Um, but what I really want to talk about is really get to the fact of what we're now seeing happen with this shot. Um, and a lot of my research actually comes through a man named Dr. Uh, Vladimir Zelenko. And Do uh, Dr. Zelenko actually is a doctor, I think, that was based out of New York, the New York area, and then moved and migrated to Florida at some point. Uh, he has something called the Zelenko Protocol, which is um, the use of uh, ivermectin, HCQ, uh, quercetin, uh, and the use of zinc to actually treat people in the early stages of COVID before they get really, really bad so that they can recover. Uh, he actually came up with a letter um, that he sent to President Trump uh, uh, in his presidency uh, where uh, actually did reach, reach his desk and he actually inquired about Zlanko's research and, pro and his protocol and he actually used it to treat himself as far as having COVID. And as we all know that HCQ and ivermectin were basically vilified in the early days um, of the pandemic 
and pretty much all right banned. If you are a doctor and you tried to prescribe it, you were you were fired or in some places like Australia, you could go to sick prison for six months for trying to actually prescribe that to somebody. Um, even the pharmaceuticals vilified you, even the hospitals, you say you can't take that. The reality is what happened with that is if they had treated, you know, those million people that, you know, have supposedly died, um, most of them would have survived anyway um, using this protocol, but instead they denied that protocol, used, um, they let them get bad off and then used them to get them on the ventilators in order to get them the high body count of death up to basically uh, drum up the pandemic to strike up the fear. Uh, and they used a drug called Redesimir to actually uh, uh, treat them while they were on the ventilators. And that actually, I believe, actually paralyzes the lungs where you can't breathe anyway and you end up dying. It's almost a guaranteed uh, mortality rate. But going back to the shot, the shot, what we're finally starting to figure out um, and this is also based on Dr. Slinko's research, is that we are now getting inklings within, especially within the UK government, that it's actually uh, causing immune issues, um, some more worse than others. If you've been double jabbed or if you've been double jabbed and boosted, it's the process accelerated. But um, basically what they're saying is that people are now developing vaccine-acquired autoimmune deficiency syndrome. Uh, and to put that short, it's known as VADES or it's AIDS. Um, it's a little bit different than HIV AIDS. Um, this is this is acquired through the vaccine, whereas, uh, you know, with HIV, you, you develop that through sexual contact, blood transfusion, whatnot. But through that, through that process, um, it takes years for you to develop AIDS after getting HIV, whereas this basically uh, destroys your immune system at accelerated rate. Um, from what I can tell, within you know anybody um, that's had the double jab, you know you know six months to a year, your uh, your immune system is uh, is very much compromised. Now, I will say, according to Dr. Zlanko, and I think he's correct that the lots of the shot um, are different um, and not everybody got the same thing across the world. Some of you got placebos. So if you ended up getting placebo, well, you you were fortunate. Um, and then they put, uh, it's actually not a vaccine. It's, it's the use of a drug. They changed the definition of a vaccine to um, massive. This is actually a drug and not a vaccine. And so, in some of the, a lot of the shots, you have certain dosages of this drug. Some of it's higher. So for everybody that's seen the videos where, you know, you see someone walk in the clinic, they take the shot and then they, you see them basically convulse onto the floor right away. That's the full effect of, of you know, the full amount of the drug. Now they didn't want to give that to everybody right out of the gate because they didn't want everybody dropping like that. They needed to do it systematically. So some of you got, you know, a smaller dosage of it where the effects aren't felt until a little long duration down the road. Most people start having health problems within three to six months. Um, and then eventually a lot of the people's lives will be shortened because of that. But basically these people have AIDS. That's that's what it is. And I hate to say it, we're seeing actually hepatitis breakout among kids, which is uh, an autoimmune issue. It also shows up with someone that has AIDS. Um, 
we're seeing, you know, even things that talked about smallpox and monkeypox that are propping up. Um, you know, I'm not 100% sure if that's a false flag, but, you know, if you have a compromised immune system or a very low one, you know, you're going to be subjugated to being able to get a lot of stuff. And even just the small, um, you know, the small minor type of illnesses that would normally be easy for your immune system uh, to be picked up, uh, easily picked off. Um, so, so the biggest thing is that um, I got from a gentleman is that the the whole mRNA uh, shot process, the M stands for mono, and it's been reported that it actually ends up integrating with your DNA and actually modifies your DNA in your liver, uh, which means that there's a strand of protein once it integrates, it replicates, and you can become a spike protein factory and that actually ends up wearing out your immune system it also causes heart issues and blood clots and whatever which clotting and heart issues can be a subject an issue with AIDS as well um, and the biggest thing that it was icing on the cake is now they're starting to treat people that have been double jabbed and um, you know boosted with a particular drug that was actually coming out by Pfizer and it's called and I apologize if I don't pronounce it quite correctly uh it's called um paxlovid um and this drug actually when you look it up that's the name of the pill or you know what the medication actually is but it's made up of two drugs one is um uh called uh neuromitravil and then the other one is ritinavir now ritinavir actually they use to treat people that have hiv aids that are that is uncontrolled so they're not telling you uh, the thing out loud is that they're starting to use this this medication to treat people that have had the jab because they're trying to keep their immune systems up because their immune system is actually systematically declining, um, which each week going lower and lower. And and the thing is, is the boosters actually when you take the boosters, it it will boost your immune system for two or three months. But then what it does, whatever your baseline was for your immune system before you took the shots, it'll boost it and then it'll actually come back down after two or three months and it'll actually look, it'll actually land at a lower baseline than what it was prior to taking the shot. So your immune system is actually lower and then it actually starts to decline by week by week by a certain percentage until you have no immune system whatsoever. And the reality is, is um, I think even some of the some of the people you think that are part of the you know the elite uh in my opinion a lot of them i think are just puppets you know i'll I'll give an example uh kamala harris um multiple articles came out about her uh being double you know double boosted or double shots or double jab excuse me double boosted test positive for covid uh and you know they're isolating themselves she was prescribed this drug Paxlovid to be treated with it. So it's very obvious to me if she is in fact taking this, then she actually has an immune system that is in decline. Um, and she is actually probably going down as a result of it. Now, I don't know if they, if the elite themselves or you know, these puppets knew ahead of time that this shot was no good or that they were told they were getting the placebo one in the lot number. So they knew they were going to get the one that you know doesn't have it or they were bamboozled by them because you know with satan you always get more than what you bargain for right um 
these people are not good and you know once they're done with you they'll dispose of you so so that's the kind of the big thing i wanted to bring up to with people that you know i you know I, you know i sometimes i wake up and i think this can't be real but yet it is um in fact i even sent a video to jim it was a actually a, a clip from a movie that I, I probably wouldn't recommend because it's pretty vulgar but uh it's called team america it was created by the, i think the two south park creators um and they're make, more or less there, making a mockery of uh, it, conservative so, and christians well it's it's make it, i i could say it's conservative christians but i think it, it's actually making a mockery of the world in general i think yeah. but i but in it they sing a song that everybody has aids you know and it's, it's talking about your your dad your mom your dog your um you know your aunt your uncle you know whatever uh black white you know doesn't matter you you, ha- you all have aids you know and we know with hollywood in general is they will in mockery speak out what they're going to do before ahead of time before they do it um now i'm finding out that um dr fauci actually they believe now that actually dr fauci is the one that actually created aids in the 80s through the smallpox vaccination that was introduced into the population so there's the connection there as well it's something i forgot to mention uh, off the show here before we got started jim but but that's the reality of what we're dealing with so i again um they said it early on that you know you know, if you're you're sexually promiscuous to general in general, you know, you would actually if you were vaccinated and you, you know, you're you're promiscuous, someone that's not vaccinated, that somehow you know the contents of your shot would actually pass to them. Well, now I understand why. Um, it's because you're spreading AIDS around. I mean, that's what's happening. And given kind of the decadence of our world, um, you know, it's very obviously that. Uh, there's going to be a lot of people affected to it by this. And what's very interesting to me is that I don't even know if by the time everybody figured this out, I don't, I don't even know if the, I don't know if the hospitals are even going to let on to the people that that's what's actually happening to their immune system. I do think there's a, there's a day coming where, you know, unfortunately once, you know, there's the people that are fully awake, like you, you and I and others, you know, kind of understood a lot of this from the beginning. But then there's other people that are just I would call people that are just normal norm normies is a term I would use or some people that you know they're just they're plugged into the matrix right they're just they're kind of they, they don't really get it but I think at each stage as we progress more and more of these people are starting to wake up the normies uh, and even people that are a little pl- plugged in they're going to realize that they've been poisoned the jig is up. And I, I think this is probably part of the plan that which Q talked about is eventually these people are not going to be able to walk the streets because they realize that their politicians have poisoned them, you know, systematically on purpose as as a part of world genocide. I tell you what, uh, that's going to affect everybody. If you if they, people find out that, you know, they they vaccinated their kids and gave their kids AIDS, knowing that this was never a good shot to be with. I mean, that's going to unite the world in a lot of things, along with other things like crimes against humanity, like crimes against children, and all that stuff. So, um, it's it's a it's a it's, it just boggles the mind um, that this is even real. But the reality it is, it's we're we're going to see more and more health issues show up on people 
that shouldn't be having health issues whatsoever, whether that's my, myocarditis, um, issues with your liver, issues, you know, hepatitis. Um, you know, if you look up a lot of the symptoms of AIDS in general, um, I've got coworkers that's, uh, that said that they're having problems where they have a lack of energy and they're, they have confusion and a lack of concentration uh, now, and they can't figure out what's going on. Well, that's actually a symptom of AIDS as well, can be. Um, you know, so it's, I've been all, I've been kind of putting it all together. Um, and even, you know, in my line of work, we're still pretty isolated in terms of working from home. Well, it's obvious they want us working from home because if we were all in the office, we'd all be saying, yeah, I got, I got this problem. I got this problem. We put it all together quite quickly that there's something wrong. Well, who took the shot here and who didn't? Okay, now we know. Well, you don't want, you know, people putting that data together. But you're going to see things where you're going to have people just drop off, I think, you know, for whatever reason. Um, and now I don't know how quickly it will happen. But according to Dr. Zelenkel, based on his statistical analysis, knowing that the lots of the shots were different throughout the entire world population, if the stats stand as they are, uh, about 50% or so of the world population has taken the shots, but we know some are placebos, um, some aren't the full kill shot, some are the full kill shot, um, that, that'll happen. But he estimated somewhere between whatever that 20% and 50% of that of that total world population was going to be affected and die off from this shot. Well, when you average that out between 20 and 50%, you get about 35%. Well, that's roughly one third of the Earth's population right there. So it could very well be that we see, um, you know, a little bit of fulfillment of revelations in general in terms of that pestilence of, you know, a third of the earth perishing from pestilence. Actually, it says pestilence and famine, which brings up to the next point. We're starting to see supply issues uh, with food in general, whether it's baby formula or it's just odd things right now in the United States. But I guess in New Zealand, um, they, I guess their economy is, or not New Zealand, excuse me, Sri, uh, Sri Lanka. Their economy has collapsed. They got no gas. They got no food. They're actually uh, they're beating up on their politicians in the streets, um, you know, because there's no food. So I think we're gonna we're gonna see food shortages. It's very very obvious to me. You know, um, it may be a little bit different in the urbanized areas where it's worse. Where it's maybe in the more rural areas, it's a little less of an issue. Um, but we're gonna see we're gonna see issues with food for a couple months. You know. And that may have a very much a very effect on the world population as well. So <clears throat> David David Wilkerson prophesied that uh, the Lord was going to allow the world to be turned upside down, and he said that uh, his very last sermon uh, in 2011, before he uh, was killed on a bridge, a head-on collision on a bridge in Texas, um, he, he said he had his last sermon was called within one hour. And it was within one hour this kind of destruction would suddenly come upon us. But he said that this was only going to last for two months. He said he saw every major city in America on fire, burning, looting, pillaging, uh, destruction. He said, but it was only going to last, and it would look like a civil war, but it was only going to last for two months. He said to store up, you know, food, water, medical supplies for two months. So 
when you look see how that segues into um uh mark taylor saying that there would be a uh what did he call it an uh, um, a reset um then you look at um oh the musician i can't um the rock and roll musician darn it Mike. well you're talking about kim clement kim clement yeah kim clement's uh uh prophecies uh up until 2014 when he passed away um you know he had some clear specific ones dealing pertaining with trump and with um uh the same situation happening but in Detroit, it was in detroit michigan that there was going to be a final revival and that from detroit it would spread to the rest of the country and then from the rest of the country to the whole world so ground zero apparently for some kind of revival is going to be in detroit so something is going to be different in detroit than than everywhere else and i can begin to see this as far as like a unity amongst believers crossing over theology and politics and and uh and race and i can see it effectively especially in the race we're not being race baited like other uh countries seem to be or on other states and uh of course you never see it on the regular news but we got to keep in mind that you know first first and second timothy and the book of titus specifically says these are certain events that are going to happen in the latter days in the last days most of us i think that are have our eyes open and aware of what's going on we realize that we are truly in the last of the last days although i see that generations are having different difficulties i admit that someone at my age at seven i'll be 71 in july um we're at the autumn or the winter of our lives. It's easy for us to say, oh yeah, it's with the end because I've lived a full life. And and uh, I think it's very difficult, especially for millennials who wanna have children. They wanna see their children um, grow up, graduate, um, take them down the aisle to, you know, to uh, be married, to have grandchildren. I mean, this is just normal human desires that any adult person that has children would want or even the younger generation doesn't have children they want to have children they want to be able to um have not just the american dream but just the dream of of a family and and developing and and so this is hard as a challenge my own youngest son is going through a real difficult time where he's starting to deny that we're in the last of the last days and he so desperately wants to see his children grow up and graduate and have all these different things. But this is where we got to realize, are we truly, you know, examine yourselves. I mean, do you really know that we're in the last, last days? If we are, there's certain things that are going to happen and we have to reconcile and deal with that emotionally as well as spiritually and as well as physical preparation. If we're in the last, the last days, we don't have a lot of time left. And God's going to be accelerating a lot of things, but so is the enemy. And when we see that one third of the world is inoculated with certain doom on all different multiple levels, I mean, this stuff, the, the incredible stuff that they're injecting into our bodies, the, these nanobots, um, on one level, there's literally nanobots and they're, they're programmed to do something simple. It, it, it's so simple that, uh, all they're supposed to do is once they are injected into your body, they seek out organic material, wrap it around themselves, hide in that organic material and wait for further orders. 
what it looks like is that these things have, see they, they've dissolved we've we've injected them yeah they're there and they've made their essential repairs or whatever and and now they're they've just dissolved and you pee or pooped them out and that's no problem no they're waiting for further instructions you know these According further instructions doctors, can be doctors a wide variety According to Dr. Zelenko, the um, one of the purposes of the, the nanobots, the nanites, is um, that they actually can transmit biometric data yes. uh, to a third party. Sorry, I didn't want to interject, but I just wanted to yeah. state that. Now go ahead. Well, I'm saying this is very complex. They're multiple layered. Um, they, uh, while they are doing nothing as far as programming, they are broadcasting. They're broadcasting location, they're broadcasting DNA structures, they're broadcasting, my gosh, why do you think we're supposed to stay, um, um, what is it, um, six feet apart from each other? Because there are several reasons. One of them, a, de a radar cannot detect individual DNA uh, persons unless they're 16 or six feet apart. If you're 16 uh, or six foot apart, you also serve as a huge global antenna so there's it's multifaceted i mean these the minds the science the technology that has been put together has so many multiple layers it's almost unbelievable but it, it's there and so all of these things are happening at one time um it goes back to even some ancient ritualistic uh pagan uh, religious religious beliefs of of keeping six feet apart and and doing a certain ritualistic dance and everything. It was a type of shadow of the things that were going to come ahead of time, just as there was type and shadows in the Old Testament for New Testament revelation and understanding all about Christ. Well, there's one all about the Antichrist system. All these things are playing in, in a same opposite pattern. When you can see the same opposite pattern, then you can assume what is going on in the future and what's going to happen. But when you can clearly see it read in the Bible, that one third of the world is going to be going through a pandemic. One third of the world is going to die. One third of the ocean is going to die. And when you see Fukushima and all the things that it's spewing out into the Pacific, one third of the ocean life is already dying. Yeah, it took Chernobyl. Water. It, it took Chernobyl. Uh, what was it? Four days with a cloud plume that went over Europe. That uh, Chernobyl to this day is producing all kinds of strange new creatures and animals with three eyes and you know two heads and all kinds of crazy stuff. That was only three days. Fukushima is still continuing to have irradiated water flooding through our oceans. We wonder, oh, isn't that cool? We got all these deep sea strange animals that are coming up shore and washing up shore. We got whales that are coming up and waving high to us. We've got uh, sharks that are we got to be careful of now because they're starting to feed on humans on the beaches. Why? One third of the life is dying. They have no food anymore. They're desperate. And they're seeking help. Uh, it's, you know, this isn't fun with nature. This is Bible prophecy happening right in front of your eyes. And because the press is con totally controlled by the elite, we haven't a clue what's going on. Too many people are watching CBN or, or, or CNN when they should be watching CBN to know what God's plan is and the fact that he's going to, and I love this, he's going to trump uh, Satan's plan. And, uh, we just really we need to have our faith focused on who's running our life are we allowing jesus christ to run it or are we allowing ourselves to be seduced into the god of this world and his ways um that's the two choices that we have bottom line but we we are living in a times people where we can't believe our eyes we can't believe our uh uh ears 
or or anything because so many things are being doctored up and so many other things are being covered up. So we have to have our dependency upon our relationship with Jesus. Um, the thousand or two thousand mules. The, the movie that just came out. I would suggest yeah. everybody watch this and watch it all the way through. It's about an hour and 45 minutes. It is worth every minute to watch this uh, movie. It's again one of the many facets of how we are living in deception, total deception. I have a woman that I care very much for at DHR. Um, she keeps professing that this was all faked out and I, and I tell her, no, Michelle, these things are government's own surveillance cameras who have captured illegal processes going on. These are government cameras. They're not lying. They're not adapted or anything. They're put there to make sure that the ballots are are being put in. But they're breaking the, what they've done is proven beyond a doubt that ballots are being stuffed, that they're being brought in and, and faked out. They're even being photographed so that people will get credit for what they're stuffing in um, because they get paid per ballot that they stuff. Uh, it's just insane. It, it, it is the smoking gun that people are still denying, but it's a smoking gun that this year is going to be revealed for what it is, and we're going to see who the real president of the United States is. And my, my, are a lot of people going to be surprised because it's not Biden. Well, I mean, basically on November 3rd, 2020, the United States government was actually overthrown. Um, and we actually don't have a Biden That's administration. Right. We have we have a Biden um, regime is what it is. Mm -hmm. Here's the deal. You guys were all supposed to take these shots and continue to take these shots. Well, the problem is, is not everybody's taken, continue to take these shots. Some people never took it. Some maybe took one of the shots and didn't take the other. There's a lot of people that did that. Um, there's some people that took the double shot but didn't take the boosters. They wanted us taking boosters every three or four months. Yep. Um, well, people aren't doing that. So now you have a regime that um, is actually, you know, you're, we're having supply chain issues. The reality is, is it's them doing it to you because um, you didn't go along with the agenda. Also, uh, you know, we, we've seen, in, you know, communist style regimes that, you know, part of uh, punishing the people was to, to starve them on in some capacity. We've seen that with Stalin and, and whatnot. Um, so there's that. And then what was the other thing? Shuck just escaped my mind now. Ah, it'll come back to me. <laughs> well, there, Must be old. there's so many things that are interlinked. And, uh, you know, one of the things that I had wanted to bring up uh, just just as a tidbit to think about for maybe the next podcast is uh, the sudden realization that something is going on with UFOs. Now the government, uh, last year they, they did phase one or stage one of revealing some information. Now this year, the Shemitah, it ties in with the Shemitah. If you are familiar with uh, Jonathan Kahn's uh, Harbinger 1 and 2, um, this is something that is established. It's been historically recorded, the Shemitah years, what happens or doesn't happen on particular times. This is supposed to be the year of the super Shemitah uh, where things happen. Uh, it corresponds with certain dates with CERN and how it's being opened. And this last time they're boasting that this time they're going to be able to have more power and to uh, bring in different layers of another dimension. They're already been accused of bringing in creatures and other things. And you ask them why they're doing it and they'll just simply say, because we can. 
negating any kind of possible dangers or anything. They're just doing it because there's they're onto something and they want to see what they're on to. Well, I can read it in the Bible in Revelation's ninth chapter. I know what they're doing. Um, and so do many others. But uh, these are all prophecies in the Bible that are being fulfilled to a T. Um, I've convinced I well, not really convinced. I think time and events have convinced uh, my my people at uh, De uh, Detroit House of uh, Recovery that we're going to start examining and doing a Bible study on First uh, and Second Timothy and Titus because these are specifics talking about the latter of the last days and the events that would happen. And man, it's spelled out in in very good detail if you go back to the original Greek. It's very specific and it's talking about all of the different things that we've been talking about tonight and also this deception that will appear to come from the heavens when it's actually coming from underneath the ground, underneath the earth. And it's a deception of a uh, UFO alien intervention where they're here to help us. You know, we're talking about all this doom and gloom, one third of the world dying, all this technology is being used against us. Guess what? It happened before the flood and it's happening all over again now in our time. And what appears to be coming from outer space is actually coming from inner space inside the earth. And it's going to deceive, if it were possible, even the very elect. Well, the implications on that is that some for a while of the elect are going to be deceived. But we have the spirit of error and truth. And even in our rebellion or our fear of wanting to see the truth, God's spirit is true in us. His love for us is there, and we're going to see it for what it really is. I remembered, I, let's say, a year ago, before, just before the pandemic happened, a lot of the people at DHR thought I was a nice guy, great Christian, great brother, always you know, out to help everybody and anybody. But boy, that UFO stuff, man, he is really way out there on that stuff. That's just kind of fruit loopy crazy stuff. You know what? Some of those same people now are saying, hey, oh, no, you got to listen to this guy, man. He's really onto something. I mean, because why? Because they're hearing it on everything. But Travel Channel, you can't turn anything on TV without hearing something about the ancient aliens religion. But it's, it's funny everything. how, you know, it takes that to yes. gain any cred credibility. They don't believe you, but, you know, once they see it in a news article or on TV or on the Internet or whatever, then all of a sudden, OK, I'll listen to you now. <laughs> You know, and the thing is that once people start getting in tune and realizing that it's real, um, we, we have this one guy, a self-made Bible scholar. He's he's awesome. Um, he thought I was the biggest fruit loop that ever walked the earth when it came to the UFO alien stuff. You ought to hear him now, man. He says, oh, no, you need to listen to this guy. He knows what he's talking about, man. <laughs> and I, I looked at him one, one time and I said, John, you know, you are such a gifted, anointed teacher. You're going to end up, once you understand that this stuff's real, you're going to find scriptures that I haven't even found. And I know you will because that's just the way God has given you that, that gift. So it's, it's exciting to see how... As we come together in unity, we get all the pieces of the puzzle together. And, but it takes coming into unity. And sometimes it takes events catching up, you know, history catching up to what are being said. I mean, I've, my God, I gave my first sermon on Genesis 6, the whole paradigm of that. In 1978, there was four or five people on the whole planet that knew anything from a biblical perspective on that. 
Okay, everything has to have a beginning and a source. You know what? I was that beginning. I was that source. I was one of five people that that knew this. Um, the other, I'd say the other two people are somewhat known, and the other one is totally unknown, except I keep promoting him because I, I think this guy is amazing. When I was just beginning to understand this stuff, he was going to UFO conventions, talking and warning people about stuff that I was just beginning already to learn. Uh, James Cunningham. So I put out another one for you, James. Um, you know, this guy was onto it early. Some of us have to be the ones to plant the initial seed. When you think about it, when we, our expectations are that, look at uh, David. He was the youngest of all his brothers. And this big old giant Brutus guy was coming by every day, mocking Israel, mocking the children of Israel. Um, and, and, you know, and just putting them down saying, you know, I'm big and bad and I'm going to wipe you guys out and there's nothing you can do to stop me. And so one little guy, the youngest of 10, was it 10, 12, 11? I don't oh, remember gosh. the count, but it's, it's probably within that round. <laughs> he was the youngest. Like there's he 12, was, 12 is used all the time. But. Well, I, I think you're right. That's And that's what it represents. Well, anyways, he was the youngest of all of them. And he's the one that stands up and says, who do you think you are? Coming in here and mocking everybody. I'm going to, you know, so he... He faced him off. He stood him out. He wasn't allowed to. He was the youngest. He's supposed to be quiet and go just go along with everything else. He had to plant the seed. And what ended up happening? He's holding his head up because he killed him. Because he killed the enemy of the uh, of the God that he loved and served. And God's no respecter of people. So um, I kind of look at that in, in the same sense that way back when I was one of, you know, the most unlikely people to be able to say anything but i said it and i didn't care that i said it and i didn't care putting up with all the the mockery the ghosting the making fun of and and everything but now i'm seeing the reward of it all of a sudden they're going oh my gosh it was on tv wilhelmson was right i i heard this 10 years ago 20 years ago <laughs> so yeah. once you see it on tv or watch a uh uh youtube video i guess you know it counts <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I think it's one thing to see it with your eyes um, and believe, but then there's nothing, you know, with faith to understand it and still believe it. You know, I think there's a difference there. Um, yeah, I think for a lot of people, that's a struggle. Um, you know, they just they're just not going to believe until they see it with their own eyes. But, you know, I, I think you, you hit it on the head, you know, uh, planting, planting the seed, you know, you never demand that anybody accept anything that you uh, you tell them, but just you know make them aware of it and that they're aware of it, and then down the road it'll make sense and it'll come together. So, so well, I think I, you know, and I and I always tell people this, even in their own individual character. There was there's one gal; she was just brokenhearted um, uh, over a situation. She stood her ground, was misunderstood by a lot of other people. She was worried what other people would say, and I said, you know, don't worry about it. God knows your heart. You meant every best intention for everything that you said or you did. Don't worry about what other people are going to think. Don't worry about any of it because God has your back. If God has your back, nothing else matters. It doesn't matter. Have the confidence to know that God loves you. He knows your intent of heart. And eventually, you might have to wait 10 years, but eventually, everybody's going to know. I said, but in your case, in our case, you don't got 10 years, so guess what? It's going to happen probably in months, not not years. We don't have years. <laughs> yeah, I, it, it's very, very obvious to me. You know, we don't have a whole lot of time left. I mean, just as an example, um, even with the whole world depopulation agenda, 
even in my occupation, they're talking about um, a shortage of, of, of laborers. And I suppose as, as people drop off, you know, they're going to want to compensate some way in their, their business models to, to deal with that. And what's being talked about a lot is bringing, you know, automation, computer AI, robotics into my occupation. And I think, well, I know why you're doing this because you've already systematically planned out that there's going to be less people on the planet right. and you have to compensate for that loss um, as you try to depopulate the earth. And that's the way you, you're, you're going to actually do it. But the reality is, is, you know, they're 60, 70 years ahead of us in technology wise, and they already have the means to automate everything, computer AI, um, robotics, you know, to do what they want to do. It's just they, now they need to go ahead and try to implement it um, and get it going. Um, they're there. Uh, they have it all. Even the tidbits you hear about, you know, they can do this and do that now. They're just slowly letting you know what they already have and in place to acclimate you uh, to these things as they um, come along. Like even in the conversations that we've had at, you know, in a lot of meetings about this computer AI and stuff like that, you know, no one's ever stopped to think about, you know, well, why don't we just go back to having families and having kids? That 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 never gets brought up. No. Ever. It's it's all it's all around death. When you you know, about it. The thing is though that Trump has put out some interesting things. He says, you know, when I'm back president, <laughs> not if and or maybe, when I'm back as president. We're going to have, we got technology. You wouldn't believe it. It's wonderful. He says, uh, oil is going to be nothing but a lubricant. Yep. We got technology. It's, it's going to be wonderful. He'll, so he won't say what, but he just say, you know, it's, it's going to be great. I, I love the way he does that. He's teasing around. But then when your, your uncle was Dr. John Trump, and when you have everything that ever Nikola Tesla ever wrote, ever had every patent, every, <laughs> everything, well, you got kind of one step ahead of everyone everybody everywhere all the time i yeah. love it god well not I mean, only trusted trump in the spiritual sense but he trusted him in the physical scientific sense too he's got it all man it's it's just it's awesome it's well he has in exciting to, times he has access to operation looking glass yep. you know quantum computing uh and you know not that i i'm a quantum expert by any means but with with quantum computing you basically can you can see forward in time. <laughs> I mean, well, that's, that's, that's it in a nutshell. I just saw um, Matrix Resurrection. Um, oh, I did. I did. And there was a wonderful ending to it that I just really, it was gleaned more of a biblical kind of a, a concept. And it was, it was so crazy. When um, Trinity, uh, th there was a separation between Neo and Trinity. And right to the point where, well, you know, you made this, you developed this game, and then you made a, a a movie about it. Remember the Matrix? But it was all fictional. But you thought it was real, so you had a nervous breakdown. You you thought it was all real, and it isn't. This is how they convinced him to lose that separation of unity. It was just a dream. It's not real. You know that in alien abduction, it's not real. It was just a dream. Yeah. We have this other agenda for you. This is what's real. And so the whole thing, the whole movie went along with that. Now, it was hard for me to follow, and I can understand quantum physics on a level where I could probably kick it with Leo, uh, with uh, Degrassi, and one of my favorite theoretical quantum physicists, and 
I could talk on a level and understand and keep up with them. I had a hard time following all of the movie. There was throwing so much at you at one time. But in the total conclusion, when when Trinity and Neil got back together and they realized that they were supposed to be together and when they came together united as one, boom. It it was all over. All the lies and everything. They started regaining their memories. They started remembering. And then when the final solution was when they remembered that they could fly. That was the end of it to the enemy right there. Now, I think in a sense, when we have forgotten our authority as the manifestation of the sons of God, and when we realize and regain the abilities that we are promised by God, we're going to fly. Now, if, if Peter walked on water, what is that doing? That's disobeying gravity. It's disobeying all the laws of physics. He physics. was literally walking on something that he should have sunk in. So whether it's water or air, it doesn't matter, does it? It means you can fly. So, and that's a contrast of the former rain and the latter rain. I think you yes. mentioned before, right? I mean, greater things will be done in the latter rain than the than the former. Um, so if they were uh, raising the dead, um, healing the injured and sick, uh, casting out demons, I mean, all that will be done and far more. Um, and honestly, I, I I I still go back to the analogy of X Men. I th I think it fits perfectly. I think that's exactly in, in in a sense, to some degree, that's what you're going to see. You're going to see a class of people that are going to be able to do um, tremendous things, and the world is going to, well, a portion of the world is going to understand it for what it is. The other portion of it is going to be very frightened of it. Yes. Um, well, and that's and why we have so many movies now with the DC, Marvel Comics. Um, you know, there, and the reason why the Lord is going to allow the world to be flipped upside down. So good can be called bad and bad can be called good. So that we're during the manifestation of the sons of God, when we really realize we are living in a computer matrix and we can override and overrule everything about it to the point where we can fly. We get to that point, we are in the manifestation of the sons of God. So the enemy has said, oh, no, see, those are the enough. They're the hybrids. They're the ones that are, you know, they were left behind and now they're they're raising hell on earth and everything. No, they're not. No. They're they're bringing forth the kingdom Look. of God to heaven on earth to see who actually is going to be uh, in eternal control. It's bringing the kingdom, the supernatural power of God so that people can not talk about it. Not do it. Think about it. Do it. Do it right here, right Next now. Implement it. Yes. And no. and so, I mean, it's I know, you know, even you and I, we've communicated this together. People, other people that I know it and my friends at DHR, we've communicated this. So it's not so strange. But to many of our viewing audience now, they're going, boy, these guys are really kind of off now. But you really think about it. No, we're not off. This is the ultimate. Uh, seal that we have power over this so-called universe the universe is only a program that the processor wrote who's the processor jesus christ the universe look at how the new age says well the universe told me this while well, the universe told me that why go to the middleman the universe is only a stupid program my yeah. bible tells me that i get to tell the universe what it can and cannot do it doesn't tell me anything it can't tell me anything it's just a stupid program 
when we realize that we're in a computer program that's not even real, that's what quantum physics has told us. Oh, well, simulation. Running it. Yeah. Well, the little god of this world is running it. And guess what? He has no power over us unless we surrender it to him. He has no power. We are the manifestation of the sons of God. We tell him what he can or cannot do. Uh, yeah, we're human. We're not perfect. We're not going to ever be perfect. But God's love for us is ever enduring. He will never leave us nor forsake us forever. He's going to be there with us as his children. And he wants us to know that He, we have the full authority in his name to overcome everything in this realm, in this life, in this computer matrix. So it was really exciting at the end of uh, uh, Matrix Resurrection. Uh, I just saw the promise that we have as the manifestation of the children of God. Once they understood that they could fly, they overcame the enemy completely. Once we decide that's the ultimate, I mean, that, that proves it beyond a doubt. If we can do that, then all the rest of the gifts, all the rest of the manifestations, the resurrection of the dead, all this stuff seems to be simpler because we overcame the one thing. Um, speaking in tongues is another thing. It says these are the signs of them that, that, that follow, that believe. And some people say, oh, no, it ended. No, it didn't end. Why is this Paul give instructions on how to use it, when to use it in the church to believers, not to the apostles. It survived way beyond them because these are one of many gifts that are for us. And the silliest, craziest gift of all, speaking in tongues, just sounding sounds that doesn't seem to make sense. Yet that is the doorstep to get over your intellect and to trust in your heart that, wow, this is a power of God. I'm, I'm praying a perfect willed prayer. So if I pray this, even though I don't understand it, God's perfect will is being done in this situation. I come across an accident. I start praying in tongues. I, for the games, our hockey games, to the glory of God, I've been praying in tongues through the whole entire game. We've gone almost undefeated. We lost one, but it was part of God's plan, and it works out cool. But we've gone undefeated. And it's all been not to the glory of us or to the team, to, to a ministry. I had an unbeliever come to me today and say, Jim, could you pray for us? Everybody was astonished. And I said, yes, I did. And then I, I started praying. And then he says, Jim, that's good enough. <laughs> I said, yes, yeah, sorry, man. It's a preacher thing. You know, you get going, you can't stop. Right. <laughs> but he did. And then he come back over and he says, man, thanks. I said, you know, I thought the Lord was going to give you that last shot to win the game, but it didn't. But you know what? It was awesome. You were like a lightning bolt all through the game. He says, thanks, man. You know, I, I thought I was too, but you know what? This was awesome. Thanks for, thanks for the prayer. And uh, you got to do this more often for us. I mean, this was an unbeliever. He didn't believe in God. He didn't know what he believed in God, really. And then he's asking for prayer, and God blessed him by seeing the, the answer to that prayer through him and through the team. So it's all about bringing the kingdom of God to people that don't see God. So even in something obscure as a hockey game, can be a ministry and that's the way we all look at it too is ministry can be in everything i don't care if you got a crocheting club i don't care if you belong to you know anything your ministry is right in front of you take advantage and use it to god's glory and know that these things can happen i knew i mean i'm a football nut i'm a fishing nut i've set up appointments now to go fishing with people that i don't even know I, I've been at a, uh, an estate sale. I hit it off real good. I give the guy a card. I said, you know, a lot of times I go fishing. I go by myself because I don't really have anybody else around. 
we seem to hit it off, man. Would you like to have a buddy to go fishing with sometime? Here, give me my card. Give me a call sometime. We'll go fishing. Ministry is everywhere. We just see the opportunity for it. And uh, sorry we got off on a bunny trail, but I, I think this is an important message for now. We're in the last of last days. Time's running short. Take advantage of every opportunity you have. We're in the last days. The thing is all about Jesus Christ and and getting other people to see and know that God is good, that his love is good, his protection and provision is for all of us without restraint, without uh, choice or favor. And we need to convey that. We need to do it by actions, speaking louder than words. And this is a time to act. So with that, we probably should wrap things up. Yeah, that'd be a good time to and, wrap uh, up. But, you know, it's... It's been great with you guys. I know we probably went a little over. How bad? We're okay. Oh, really? Oh, cool. Yeah, we're all right. All right, great. All right, well, uh, you want to close this out prayer? Sure, I certainly can. Okay. Um, Heavenly Father, uh, I thank you that we come together in fellowship today. Lord, I pray for the world and all its distress and all the the unknowns and the chaos and even some of the chaos that we're going to go through here to bring everybody together in this great reset. Um, Heavenly Father, I just I pray for your for wisdom and discernment, not only for myself and for Jim, but for all our uh, audience listener and the people throughout the world. Um, we know that you are coming. You are coming soon. Um, give us the faith and strength to endure um, the wisdom and discernment to be able to see and guide us. Um, as we uh, we march forward to you, your kingdom coming in Jesus name I pray amen amen all right good night everybody god bless god bless